Welcome to TMA Talks, where we talk all things TMA. Today, we have the privilege of having Jonathan Remke as our guest, longtime member of TMA, partner at PwC Canada, or Price Waterhouse, and uh, awards committee chairman for the last two years, and this year on our executive board is our CRRC chairman. Uh, John, welcome. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So, Tell us a little about yourself and how you got involved in the Turnaround Management Association. So it was actually back in Toronto uh, quite a few years ago. Uh, I attended a number of events and being new to the industry, um, noticed quite quickly that everybody was in their late 50s and had known each other for 15 or 20 years. And it was exceptionally hard to break into conversations or build relationships. There was a small group of uh, under 30-year-olds that would uh, attend these events, and we would always uh, get together. And we knew that there had to be others like us that just simply weren't attending these events. So we came up with an idea and pitched it to the TMA board and uh, started doing events that were focused on the the younger generation. And over time, that evolved into what is now the the TMA Global Next Gen Program, uh, which has ended up being... um, a very impactful part of, of TMA, and I'm very happy to see how others have taken that on and have grown it from the humble roots that we started with back in Toronto. That's awesome. So awards, like of all the areas in TMA, why awards? What attracted you to awards that you ultimately ascended to the role of running the awards committee for two years? Yes, I've been invited to be on the awards committee in the past, and typically when you get invited onto the committees, you don't uh, entirely know what what it's going to be about. But the most compelling part of uh, being on the awards committee and the thing that brings people back year after year, and we have some that have been on the, the committee for five and six years, is you're really just reading fascinating, compelling stories and then voting on which one is the best. The committee is comprised of senior practitioners uh, from across the, the various industries and, and uh, throughout the TMA Global membership. And so the stories that we're reading about and hearing about the issues that uh, our, our peers and, and uh, competitors have worked through um, is, is very compelling. And it, in many times you, you find yourself reading through uh, documents and, and other uh, materials that uh, you know, you may not even have been assigned just because the, the story is uh, fascinating and you want to find out what happened. Real cliffhangers in a lot of the cases where companies were on the verge of complete collapse and uh, actions of TMA members at the last second uh, averted disaster and saved the value uh, of the company and jobs for employees. It's, uh, it's fascinating and very enjoyable uh, committee to work on, but heavy work. So, yes, and that's what I wanted to turn to. I wanted to turn to the heavy work. I want, I'd love for you to impart the level of diligence that the committee members, who are some of our most prestigious members, goes into the review of these awards. I think that a lot of our members know their awards, but don't know the intensity of what it's like to have to evaluate the different uh, applicants and the rigor that goes into testing every aspect of the transaction that 
uh, is being evaluated or the individual that's up for the award. Describe that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Uh, I, I think it is uh, one of the most uh, prestigious awards in the in the industry. Uh, I think one of the things that really makes it stand out is it is, uh, in our perspective, completely merit based. Uh, in fact, the nominations themselves uh, simply list the key individuals that have been involved, and in it. it's the committee that goes through and independently selects and validates and verifies. Uh, who the actual award winners uh, should be uh, to the extent that we can uh, completely uh, disengaging any personal bias uh, from the process. In order to do that, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into that. So in a in a typical year, uh, last year, for example, we had uh, 36 uh, nominations overall, which uh, roughly equated to about three... Uh, nominations for each of the categories where we we issue awards. We don't give an award just because the nomination has been uh, submitted, though. Each of them is is reviewed, and the committee of uh, 12 to 15 senior practitioners selected from various professions, lawyers, financial advisors, bankers, uh, investors, uh, goes through and reads all the materials that are submitted for each of these uh, nominations. There's typically uh, seven pages, seven to, to nine pages of uh, summary information that's provided by the nominator and then supporting information and, and uh, can have, uh, in some cases, I've seen up to 75 pages of materials uh, submitted in support of these nominations. So we have to review that. We need to understand what actually happened and why this stood out as being something uh, unique was there a contribution that the TMA members involved in the transaction made that actually resulted in a difference, or was it a you know is a fait accompli that was uh, simply going to occur uh, regardless of, of uh, the skill or contribution that the, the members brought to the table? So having the committee comprised of these industry members who understand the transaction and who understand the challenge and complexity and um, makes the difference in their their ability to judge and assess what is really an outstanding transaction versus one that's just say driven by the numbers, for example. Uh, so let me let me uh, let me interrupt you there because I, I heard some startling yeah. things. So thirty six applications, thirty six. That is a lot of applications, and you're talking potentially hundreds of pages of materials that have to be gone through to understand this. So in other words, if you know one of the most prestigious law firms in the country did the biggest, most complex case, they just don't get a, a walkthrough because, because of who they are. They go through this rigorous diligence process, as does every other uh, level of candidate, from mid-sector to, to small business to complex. The, the, the rigor is the same throughout the whole process, correct? Yes, absolutely. In fact, um we have small, uh, medium, large, and, and mega size, as well as um, special categories for, for nonprofits and for pro bono uh, work, just to make sure that everybody is uh, compared as, as much as possible uh, to their peers. So in the, those mega size transactions, there will be several different uh, submissions that have come in with all the complexity 
the the tax, the corporate restructuring work that's gone into into those engagements, and uh, we we go through those to the extent we can. We place people on the committee that are most familiar with that type or style of uh, restructuring in order to ensure that they can understand uh, what it is that uh, uh, has been accomplished. They reach out, so it's not just all the documents that have been provided. They reach out to uh, key contacts, at least four is our minimum, four people that are um, not necessarily um, going to actually be winners in the award, but that are familiar with the transaction. So in some cases, the, the CFO or CEO from the company, general counsel, for example, trying to get their unbiased perspective on how things went, who was actually involved, who was most influential. Um, another factor is we want to ensure that we have the right people on and, and not just people that had been associated through their firm or uh, had just been a, a team member in name but not in contribution and really making sure that the right people and the right engagements are the ones that are, are selected. Uh, in so some cases, for some of the larger transactions, uh, it could be six or eight people that are, are called to kind of validate and verify the information. Sorry. So what I'm hearing, hearing here is this is really some of the most sophisticated people in our industry who are doing the diligence and evaluating these awards. So is it fair for me to say, Jonathan, that this is the Academy Awards of Transactions? <laughs> that that would be our our perspective. Uh, we go to um, the the most uh, diligence that we can to ensure that the decisions that are made, the the vote that uh, takes place, and and all the uh, debate that surrounds that vote uh, results in in truly identifying the most uh, deserving recipients. This sounds like to me that the, these these awards are the gold standard of transaction awards, and uh, kudos to you for all your efforts in in chairing this committee and the 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 hard work and dedication that you've imparted. That's so much a part of this process. And now to the fun part of the interview: a couple of war stories, something that's outstanding, something that was interesting or troubling or caused real deep discussion and diligence, and if you can't, you know, reveal names, that's fine. But if you have, you know, something that, that our our readers and listeners would find really outstanding about these awards from a on-the-boots, on-the-ground perspective, I'd love you to share that. I think the biggest war stories that come out of it are, are actually just reading uh, the compelling stories that have been submitted with the nominations, and where the biggest debate comes is from um, – a, a lawyer perhaps bringing their perspective on a very contested court application versus a financial advisor or turnaround restructuring professional bringing their perspective on what it took to uh, you know save a company's operations or turn around a, a failing business and you know, which one of those is more deserving of, a, of an award that's probably where the biggest uh um, discussions come from, but there, there's some fascinating uh, nail biters. There, there's one that really stood out for me last year was uh, Eastern Outfitters, and it was literally success snatched from the jaws of defeat. It was a, a retailer; it had already been through a Chapter 11, so this is Chapter 22 for a retailer. Um, not not a good uh, opportunity. The nomination itself, 
outlined this this step by step. The professionals got involved with roughly a week worth of liquidity left. Uh, a buyer had seen poor results uh, through the fall of uh, 20, 2016, had changed some of the terms of its deal, and it basically uh, um, doomed the success of, uh, of the transaction as a result. And so with this one week of liquidity, the, the professionals moved in and quickly evalu- evaluated and established a two-step, two-stage process. The first, to try to save the business to find a going concern buyer and find the financing that the company needed in order to make payroll by Friday of that week. The other was the fallback plan on the liquidation. Pushing through that within the week, they've had to get cash flows. They had to get uh, uh, claims uh, quantified. They had to get the, a buyer to the table. And it came down to uh, about one hour from pulling the trigger on moving towards liquidation when they're able to get the funds in hand on an interim basis in order to get and got a buyer at the table and were able to avoid uh, sending out the notices uh, that they were moving towards this uh, liquidation. Um, then carrying on through that process, it was, it was more just right to the cliff's uh, brink with getting interim financing and more money was required in order to keep the business going in order to get the sale closed. They had to get $65 million in out of an $85 million dip before they even got court approval. Um, at the end of the day, they ended up saving 50 stores and nearly 2,000 jobs. A that is, outcome. yeah, that that is impressive. And just the way you describe that is impressive. And it really gives me and those that uh, are listening and will read about this real insight into the kind of detail that that goes into that goes into these awards. And uh, you know, congratulations on your dedication to this area. And for all the hard work you and the committee have done to make the these awards really, really the industry-wide gold standard, I think you've offered a new level of appreciation for what these awards are about, and we look forward to your continued participation here. So thank you so much, Jonathan Remke, for joining us today on TMA Talks and for your, uh, for your dedication and hard work for TMA. Thanks so much, Scott. It's been a a real pleasure and a lot of value back to myself just being involved, so much appreciated. Thanks, Jonathan. This has been TMA Talks. We're all things TMA. If you want to know more about the Turnaround and Transaction Awards, go to our website at turnaround.org. This is Scott Stewart, signing off.